Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 531, titled E3 2019 Predictions. My name is Rob, also known as Presar, and with me as usual, I got my bestest bud, Mr. Mark. Hey everybody, Wingman709. <laughs> Go win. That's right. Also <laughs> known as Mr. Wing. Right, because you have to be addressed with formality Mr. and respect. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Or Master Wing, then, Your Highness, Your Highness, Your Majesty. <laughs> well, one of those, right? Anyway, this is the show about Xbox gaming, gaming on Xbox, gaming outside of Xbox. Anything else we want to talk about? Occasionally, we talk about towels. Yes, Mark. towels. Yes. We've had a request for more towel talk. Yes, yeah, so you ask and you shall receive. This is it right now. <laughs> but, I think they were being facetious, Rob. Yes, <laughs> but hey, what if they weren't? We, we have to deliver to the fans. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we talk about all sorts of stuff, primarily gaming. Once in a while, we segue into different things, but hey, that's, that's how conversations go. And a uh, couple quick announcements. Uh, make sure to listen to us live on Twitch Mixer and sometimes YouTube. Apparently YouTube's having issues, but we have issues with YouTube every week anyway. But uh, Sundays, approximately 9 or 10 p.m. Eastern-ish, something like that. Uh, and we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Xbox and fans of gaming. And the views and opinions expressed on the show do not reflect those of Microsoft. But do they reflect our opinions? They do. They do? Okay. They do reflect our thoughts and opinions. Yes, yes. They're the only ones that matter anyway. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's It's our show. That's <laughs> right. That's right. That's, that's the beauty of having your own show, I guess. Yep. You don't like what we say? Get your own show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But still listen to our show. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, here we can get on with the show. Got a, a lot of stuff to talk about uh, in a little while here. Uh, so what have you been playing, Mark, in the past? I doing it right now, actually. Playing Gems of War, um, <laughs> which I actually need to stop. I'm waiting to lose this here. But so been playing that uh, not as much this week, but I did pick up a new game. I actually did buy a new game. Um, it oh, officially nice. comes out Tuesday, but I bought the, Taco Tuesday. Yeah, it comes out on Taco Tuesday, but I actually bought the the more expensive version and got it Friday. I think it was Friday. Sure. Um, get the four day advanced, um, and that's Warhammer Chaos Bane. Nice. So it's if you like Diablo, or if you're familiar with Diablo. That, everybody this, everybody loves Diablo. And that's what this game essentially is. Now there's things that and I, I maybe there's more to it as you dive into the game. Um there there is a lot like their skill tree is huge. They got this god tree, I forgot what it's called, but it's like your your god gives you these special powers and abilities and and that that skill tree is enormous. 
and then you get all these you know you as you rank up you get powers and stuff um and then you can kind of but then those are like you build up like additional skill points that you can like upgrade those and it's I'm hoping there's this is this has got to be a really long game because I'm at I think I'm at level 10 or 11. No, I'm higher than that. I was at 14 the other day. I might be 15 or 16. Um and it's like I'm barely tapping into the skill tree. Um it's it's like whoa, what you know, it's, it's kind of impressive um on how much there is. And also I got like cuz I got a pre-order bonus of like a pet but okay. I have yet to see how to get a pet. Like I haven't come to oh, that yet. That would um, be it, that'd be awesome if the pet was like in Torchlight, where it does all the dirty work for you, so you don't have. Yeah, to Yeah, so I don't. I, I don't know what it does yet, right now, and I don't know if it's if it's considered a pet or if it's just part of my character. So I'm playing as the Wood Elf. Um, I think they're. I think that's the name, something like that. But it's the Archer, and there's this like glowing light that kind of doesn't necessarily follow me around but it, it it's always nearby and like so i and i forgot what it's called it's not you got your health and then there's like this it's not mana but it's it's like mana so there's this <laughs> item that like drains Wait, when you, you say do, it's you not know. like mana but it's like mana it, it's not mana but it's like it's mana? not called mana but it's like mana okay okay so it's oh, like um so like in Clash Royale, it functions, it's elixir, not it mana. functions like mana does. So like you use this, I'm going to call it mana to use certain abilities and stuff and sure. it drains and then it's got to refill over time. Well, this little glowing orb follows you around and when it's like a bright white, I can run over it and it gives you some more mana or whatever the, whatever it's called. But, okay. And that's always there. So you got that, um, so I don't know if that's what they're calling as a pet because it's just this light that flights around. But and yeah. I haven't found anywhere yet to like get a pet. But things are unlocking in the game as I move on. So I'm going to gather that at some point they're going to come up and go, oh, you can get a pet, you know. So and maybe I've got an extra one than like a default pet. There's this because I got this pet bonus or something. But um, it it looked the game looks really good. Now I do want to say this. I was looking at because it it when I was looking at it I'm like who this looks like Diablo so that immediately yeah. sparks my interest sure <clears throat> now I went and looked at like videos official videos and trailers and stuff for this game and the thing that stuck out to me I was like ooh this game looks like garbage like it didn't visually it didn't look good but they did say in a lot of the videos I saw like this is in this is footage from the alpha of the game okay the game looks really good i actually did stream it for about an hour the other day um the game does look really good there's only four character classes so there's not as many options as like diablo i i don't think it i don't i it's not as in my opinion at this point it's not as good as diablo okay it, it's kind of um I would say a lower level version of Diablo, but it's still that type of game. And really outside of Diablo, we don't really have anything else. So um, you mean a lower level version as in it like I don't not as good of an imitation or Yeah, I'd say it's not 
but I'm, I'm in the very beginning. So there's, there's things I know that like, there's these, there's other game modes as well mm -hmm. that are locked currently. And, and there's other, I think there's things like that I have not yet unlocked or there's things, <clears throat> things I'm still going to get the ability to do in the game that will probably expand it and make it better. Uh, so right now, like I said, this is, it's not a review and I'm not saying the game's no good. It is fun. I do enjoy it. But I, I think it's almost like, you know, like Diablo is like the king of this style of game. Yeah. So these guys, while this is a good game, like Torchlight was one of those. that's like, wow, this is right up there. Like, sure. I think this is I think Torchlight was able to come out and give us like an, it was different enough that it didn't feel like a clone. It felt like it was a game that stood on its own and it was a quality enough, beautiful visual different features and stuff that sure. like Diablo didn't have. So I think those two are kind of like at the top of the game. So would this you say would you say Torchlight is more like an alternate to Diablo as opposed to this Chaos Bane might be a Diablo wannabe? It it's it's hard to say again it, it's hard to say it's because really, I'm really fresh yeah. into it. Yeah, I'm like level 15 or something but um it's it's not I'm not that far into the game. Um it's really beautiful looking. The um the powers that my one character have, and I've only been playing with one character so far, so I don't know what the other ones like the wizard looks really cool um from one of the videos. And I was I almost went with him, but I I tend to like to play as an archer in these games for some reason, like a ranged character. That that's more of my style, so that's why I went with the archer. But um it's uh i just think i'm gonna need more time in it to to really dive into it and give it a better comparison because it's too early to compare it to diablo but right now on its face it, that's you know if you like diablo you will probably really like this game it's very um very it, it is a diablo style game you know you hit your buttons with the buttons give you different powers and stuff um one thing that's cool is like I got this thing that's called, I think it's called bloodlust. So when uh, you go through and, and every once in a while, and I don't know if it's triggered by killing a certain amount of enemies or what, but all of a sudden you'll see this kind of a big giant red blackish orb like thing. Um, and you go pick them up. And when you pick up enough of them, your bloodlust, your bloodlust meter fills. And then you hit like the left trigger. And then you just like hit your normal a button to do your normal, um, like bow and arrow but it like launches like a ton of them and they do massive damage and it's like this boost for a little while so it's awesome when you're going up against a uh, like a boss character or something because it's just like boom you just launch this thing plus all your other stuff going on um it's it's fun so far i really do like it so again i i would recommend it to anybody that really likes diablo and you're hankering for a diablo style game um this this is really good so far um, but, uh, and I'll continue to report on it each week as I play more and more of it. So, but so far I like it. Um, if you, you can play it now, if you gotta, you gotta pay, it's a $60 game. Okay. Uh, the $60 version comes out on Tuesday. Um, and, uh, if you pay the, the, I don't know what 70 and then $90 versions or whatever they have, they have two additional versions. 
both of those are if you buy them they're available you get like four day early access so that's why okay. some people have been playing it that's why i have access to it um and i just decided it's like i'm like yeah, i'm just gonna get the whole package because if it is diablo essentially then i mean i've put so much time into diablo it's insane you know um yep and it's just like i mean i've played diablo 3 i think the entire game through probably 10 times um because oh, wow. i've played as probably because i have played as like they got like seven characters in that game yep. and and originally i played it on the 360 and i went through the whole game like i think with just one maybe two characters i can't i don't think i did all the characters on the 360 up to level 70 but then when i bought it again on xbox one then i did every character all the way up to their max levels and it's just it's i've played it so many times so it's 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 nice to have a Diablo style game that that isn't Diablo. Um, there was another one. There's a free one that's available too. That's actually pretty good. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I want to say it's like Path to Exile or something. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And that's a free to play Diablo yep. style game that's also pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. <clears throat> and again, if you look at the trailers or you watch the videos. It looks a lot better than what you see in those trailers because I was like, I was that, that actually kind of had me concerned. Like, ooh, this doesn't look very good. And then when I'm like, yeah, but I want to play it, so I bought it, and I was like, very happy that the game looks really good. Um, so it, it's on par with Diablo and visuals, um, I think. So um, it's weird yeah. that they wouldn't have updated all that stuff. Yeah, well, I, I know. Guess maybe it's too early because it's technically not officially released for another two days. Yeah, but you would think like, I mean, maybe I didn't see the official trailer because I was watching like character, like those dev diary type of things where they're like, oh, here's here's this character class and stuff. And it was done in the alpha. So but again, I was like, yeah, this these videos that I saw from them, their official site, like really painted the game to look not so good. Um, they really should put out a better trailer or maybe I just didn't see it or whatnot. But um, hopefully there's a better version showing what the game actually looks like because it looks really good. Okay. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Very cool. Yeah, for me, I uh, did some more Fortniteing uh, as usual. <clears throat> I'm still continuing my uh, Fortnite time sync. Although there's been an interesting turn last couple of weeks because I finished the storyline for... Um, Stonewood, Plankerton, Canny Valley, and uh, there is no uh, storyline for Twine Peaks, which is like the fourth biome. So you're kind of just like going through there and just playing continually. It doesn't, there doesn't seem to be a point to it because there's always like another mission and it just, it seems very grindy going into the fourth biome. So I've actually spent a little bit more time in battle Royale and I have a, having a pretty good time there. So I, I am starting to sort of get more into battle Royale, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And not just being uh, you know, full on save the world. And uh, so the fourth week just started for season nine, what, two, three days ago. I already got that one all finished. So the first time in a long, long time, I've actually got all the challenges completed for the battle pass 
and you know, it's the beginning of week four. I've got them all done. There's this pretty cool mode that they had uh, called Downtown Drop, I think it was, where you're actually trying to go through and collect coins. And uh, it's very much like an obstacle course. You're sliding through the whole thing. And uh, there's a lot of challenges in there. Got all those done. And uh, I've got all of the ones that I could do for the Fort Bite. For some reason, I want, keep on saying Frostbite. Yeah. <laughs> fort bite. <laughs> My son always corrects me. He's like, Dad, don't you mean fort bite? I'm like, oh, did I say frostbite again? But uh there's a lot of mission there's a lot of challenge not challenges. There's a hundred of these little dudes that you gotta collect. And I've got like twenty-five of them already. So uh I think I'm doing pretty good on those. But uh definitely having a good time with I'm not going to say Frost Knight. I'm going to say Fortnite. And then uh, I've also been playing a little bit more of Dauntless. So I think I brought Dauntless up last week when I was first starting to get into it. And so uh, Dauntless is the new game uh, that Epic is releasing. It's not made by Epic. It's made by another studio. But uh, it's another one of those games. It's like free to play. It has sort of like a battle pass. I forgot what its name is in Dauntless. But uh, again, this game is one that is very much kind of like a clone of Monster Hunter. Um, is it Monster Hunter World? Is that what, what the name was? Anyway, it's a clone yeah, of Monster, Monster Hunter. Yeah. It's oh, a, yeah, Monster Hunter World. Yeah, it's a, it's a clone of that one, and it's debatable if it's better or not, but it's new, and it's kind of got a Fortnite look to it. And I'm having fun with it. I'm enjoying fighting the monsters, but uh, it's kind of like a weird situation where it's early on. And I didn't get so much of this in Fortnite, though, but it's early on in the game. And I don't know, I, I feel sort of disconnected with the game a little bit where there's, you know, a definite progression system. You have missions to do, which is pretty straightforward. Like you go to somebody and they'll tell you, okay, you need to attack this kind of behemoth and this kind of behemoth, do this guy's mission, do that guy's mission, and then craft this, uh, you know, over by that person. So, you know, there's a mission lady, there's the weapons person, there's, there's like this doctor lady. So like, there's all these different people in town that you can go to. And each of them has like a specific purpose, you know, whether you want, you know, upgrades or you want to craft things and all. But anyway, so, you know, doing the missions is pretty straightforward. That's fine. There's all these different things that you can attach to your like armor and weapons. And it's really strange where I I feel like I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it really reminds me of like back in the day when I would play like Dungeons and Dragons and here I'm going back like 30, 40 years with this. But also when I'm playing these games that were sort of like, you know, an RPG, like a D&D RPG where you had to roll your character in the beginning. You know what I'm talking about, Mark? Yep. Yeah, so it's like, you know, you had to like read you, you know, roll or whatever you know, to get your charisma, your stamina, your strength. And I hated that. I just could not stand that. I, I just, I'm like, I, I don't want to do this. I just want to play. 
because the thing that I don't like about some of these games is I don't really know in what in a game what's important or what I'm going to need for my character. And I know yeah. some people like that. You know, it's like, well, I'm going to try this character and then I'm going to roll on, you know, I'm going to create another character and I'm going to suit it for this and that. And it's like, I always, I always, sorry, I keep bumping my microphone. I don't know if that's <laughs> coming in through the sound or not, but you know, it's like you go into it and you're like, well, okay, I'm going to get a warrior. He needs more health and he needs no. more strength. Warrior needs food. Warrior needs food, of course. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, certain characters benefit from certain things. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I just want to play. And I feel like if I don't do it, then my character is going to suck or they're not going to be as good as they can be. Because normally what I'll do is like, if it's like a reroll, I remember there was this one game, I don't know what it was, Bard's Tale or something like that, where it's just like, all right, I'd hit like reroll a couple of times and then, you know, I'm like, okay, good enough. <laughs> and then I'd go, okay, I'll play. And I suffer through the game or maybe I don't know that I suffer through the game. But there's some people like, uh, you remember our, uh, our friend Luke? Yep. Where... I remember there was one game he spent like an hour just like re-rolling his character, trying to find the perfect combination. It's like, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. So like I said, it's, I don't know if it's just age or if it's just getting like late life ADD or I don't, I don't know what this is. Or I actually think that with work, we're kind of like being reprogrammed to not be able to focus on anything because we're trying to do our work and then boom, instant message, boom, email. Oh, my phone's going off. You, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. do you get that at work? Where it's oh, yeah. you're every five seconds, you're being drawn away from what you're trying to do. And I, I think that's like reprogramming our minds to not being able to focus on things. And it's just like, it's just like really strange. And it's coming out in a weird way with this game. And it's just like, well, I just want to beat up monsters. I, I don't want to upgrade my stuff. I don't want to see of my five options, which one is more important than the rest or which right. one is, I get this a little bit in, in Fortnite as well, where there's different kind of husks. There's like nature, there's, um, Oh, uh, what the heck were they? There's nature, there's fire, there's something else. Water, I think it was. Anyway, there's different kinds of husks, and then certain types of weapons are more effective with them. And it's just like, eh, that's getting too much. I just yeah. want to kill husks. But anyway, so <laughs> I've rambled on long enough about that. But... um. The game itself is kind of interesting. It's kind of cool going in with multiple people because uh, you're attacking these, they call them behemoths. That's the big monsters that they have. And they all have different kinds of attacks. Um, just played, uh, I think it was earlier this morning, I played one that had this like big owl creature. It looked pretty cool and it had cool attacks. So, you know, each of these creatures has its own attack, own charge, and... Um, you know, once you get used to them, you can kind of anticipate them. You can kind of like, um, you know, when they're charging, you can kind of like, you know, fight them off. So you're not knocked back. And 
it, it's interesting. I'm definitely going to give it some time, and I'm hoping I'm hoping that it grows on me a little bit, uh, just uh, more so than it has so far. Because I well, I know with that whole upgrading thing, even in Fortnite, I didn't quite like that in the beginning, but now, you know, I've got most of it down, and you know, once you spend a little bit of time tweaking things, and usually you're good for a little while. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, those those two, so Fortnite and Dauntless, I think were the main things that I played. So that's about it for me. Alrighty, uh, so a couple quick announcements uh, before we get on to the topics for this week's shoe. Uh, you can support us on Patreon. Go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. You can support us uh, for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, any amount is appreciated. So if you get something out of the show, you'd like to say thanks, help us defray some server costs and so forth. Uh, that's a great way to do that. Also, you can leave us a tip at this xboxlife.com forward slash donate and subscribe to us on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. And Mark, I would like to make an announcement to you right now that we are actually officially live on YouTube. Yeah. It is uh, not crapping out this time. Yay. Nice. I, I can't even remember last time the restream actually worked the YouTube. Actually, I don't think it worked. I don't think it even worked last it week. Worked. It did work last it week. I work. remember you were saying, yeah, and I was telling you it was up. So Yeah, because I didn't see it in the dashboard. It showed its usual hung up state, but now it shows that it's actually online. And it's up, so. Super fantastico. And even more exciting news for people other than our technical problems. Um, <laughs> this was something I was just talking about on the Twitch chat that I had uh, wanted to forgot about. Um, right now on the dashboard of your Xbox, there is, uh, you might see the watch the Godzilla King of the Monsters trailer. Um, if you watch the trailer, you get the option to, you can go and download um, a Godzilla suit for your avatar. Oh, nice. And it's, it's, it's actually pretty cool because it's like the Godzilla, like your avatar turns into Godzilla. So it's not like you see your character, your avatar's face. I mean, you are Godzilla. So it's, it's actually really cute. Like new Godzilla. Um, yeah. The new one. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really cool. So nice. check it out. It's a, it's a free avatar. I mean, I don't use them, but I'm with Godzilla. I'm like, because I'm going to go take my kids to see that next weekend. We actually watched the um, the Godzilla movie that came out prior to this one that's in the theaters now. So like two years ago, maybe three years ago, they did a reboot of the series. And um, it had Brian Cranston and Ken Watanabe and some other people in it. But Wasn't um, there one like 10 years ago too? Yeah, with uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, I think so. That was, I think, in 2006 or something. That's not the one. Mm -hmm. So the one that came out just like three, three, four years ago was like a reboot. Yeah. And so the one that comes out or that is in the theaters this weekend is like part two of that one. It's a continuation of that one. So it's um, and it's good. Uh, my kids and I sat and watched the first one again uh, tonight or this afternoon. Nice. So we're going to go see the King of the Monsters next weekend. I'm uh, looking forward to it. But yeah, get your Godzilla avatar suit. It's kind of cool. Very nice. Actually, I'll have to do that. <laughs> so uh, that was about it. So we got a bunch of uh, 
news stories here that we can cover and then we can go through the e3 predictions because yeah e- and I'll, a- i put a bunch of stuff in here but it's yeah it's i'm gonna be real brief on these things because i do want to talk about e3 yeah um so but- one is just that red faction evolution um was a game or well it's it may have accidentally be late may have accident oh let me start this over <laughs> Nvidia may have accidentally leaked Whoops. a new Red Faction game called Evolution. Um, Nvidia had posted a list of games that were compatible with its Ansel technology, um, and this Red Faction Evolution was listed there. But there's no such known game by that title, so the question is: Is this a new game? Um, and the the game has been removed from that list. So you know we don't know if it was a leak. Did they accidentally name it before, you know, before it was supposed to, or was it an actual real mis, you know, typo or something? But I, I usually these are leaks, <laughs> and we'll probably hear about Red Faction Evolution probably here uh, in a week. <laughs> Be my guess. Uh, maybe we'll hear something at three. But so you're a Red Faction fan. Um, that's that one. Okay. Uh, next one is Square Enix is um I don't know if you're familiar Rob there they've got a Marvel game called Marvel's Avenger that actually will be at E3 this year. Um this um it has been confirmed that they're going to that okay. it will be at the show. Um it's called Marvel Avengers. They don't have a release date or any kind of real information about it. Um, but, uh, we will obviously get a lot of info on the game. Some of the things I have been hearing about it is that, um, uh, you will be able to like custom create your own hero, uh, which I think that might be kind of cool depending on, you know, how, how well this game is and stuff. But, um, that, so we, if you're a real Marvel fan and you've been looking forward to Marvel's Avengers, we will definitely be having some information on that next week. Will be eighty three. Okay. Um. There is. Yeah, so it's so dumb. <laughs> Sorry. What? That was. Go ahead. This next one. Yeah, this is so dumb. Uh, so, gaming disorder has officially been recognized as a disease by the World Health Organization. So, the. Um, this is uh, as part of the 11th revision of the International Classification of Diseases and Related Health Problems, uh, which will take effect on January 1st, 2022. So you can't claim um, you can't claim your gaming disorder until January of 2022, but you can prepare now <laughs> to blame everything on gaming disorder disease uh, in 2022. Um, for so for one to be diagnosed with this, the behavior pattern must be of sufficient sufficient severity to result in significant impairment in personal, family, social, educational, occupational, or other important areas of functioning and would normally have been evident for at least 12 months. Um, The decision to include this based on reviews of available evidence and reflects a consensus of experts from different disciplines and geographical regions that were involved in the process of technical consultations undertaken by the World Health Organization in this process. So. so yeah, if you're if your gaming addiction is um severely impacting your life in any of those or maybe multiple ways, 
um, you in another couple of years, you'll be able to claim that you have a disease. So <laughs> I don't know if that helps you or hurts you. <laughs> so I wonder if it'll be covered by insurance, Rob. They <laughs> <laughs> got a yeah. gaming disorder. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder then, will it be will it be considered a handicap for getting work or well, something? Or th- then can like insurance pay for Xbox Live or something? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> they're not gonna. They're not gonna. Insurance is not gonna pay for your addiction. <laughs> They'll probably step in and cancel your Xbox Live. <laughs> what if so. you need Live to like wean you off of it or something? I don't know. <laughs> oh, who knows. So I actually, so here's a question for you. All right. So let's say this is a thing, right? And I, I sort of look at this with like one raised eyebrow, like, hmm. And so let, let's say this is the thing. It's like, are you technically addicted to gaming or is it more that people are addicted to a game itself? Because you, I, most people that have, these big, I'll call them self-control issues where they can't do anything but game. I think they're mainly hooked on one game, aren't they? It's usually not like they play everything. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I know a lot of things that I've heard in the, in the press, if you will, when it comes yeah. to stuff about I roll. Like serious well, where it's like seriously impacted, it, it usually does seem to be like someone's seriously addicted to one game. Yeah. But I think someone like a lot of people in our community play a lot of different games. Sure. And sure. I still think that could be an issue too. Um, you can be where you're just like a, a new game comes out, right? And you're like, oh, it comes out at midnight. I'm going to play it. You know, even if I get it digitally, but I'm going to at 1201, I'm going to be playing this. I know I got to be up early for work. Uh, I mean, I've seen people in our Facebook group saying they're taking days off for work. So to play a video game, you know, now to some people, it might seem like, yeah, that what's wrong with that? Others might view that as, wow, you're taking time off of work to play a game, you know, so that could some people might look at that as there's a problem, you know? Well, you know. I think that that's actually a lot better than what I do where it's like I took a day off from work to pull stumps <laughs> out <laughs> in my backyard and I look at I'd it rather like, play games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's so what's wrong with that? <laughs> I think it's just the uh no, yeah. Uh it's still the um what is it I'm trying to say? There's a uh, Oh, I can't think of a word. There's um it, it, I still think it's like online dating or something, you know, where like that had such a, yeah. a stigma. Yes. Stigma is the word. So, you know, um, online dating used to be this thing of like, Ooh, you know, only the weirdos do that. And, and now it's like, everyone does it right. Sure. Um, it's working from home yep. was kind of like, what, that's not a real job, but now I do, you know, so many people work from home and are, and I, and I work for a major company, you know, so it's, and there's a lot of people, everybody in my role is a work from home employee. Um, so, and it, and it's lots of jobs out there that do that. So I think, you know, video games, I think have kind of had that same stigma where it's a kid's thing or, 
you know, it's, it's, it's 12 year olds in their basement or 40 year olds living with mom and dad, that they're the only ones that play, you know? So I think, again, it still has a, when you say, well, I took the day off to play a game. Some people like people that aren't going to be gamers are going to think like, okay, something's wrong with you. But then you say, well, I took a day off to go dig stumps out of the yard. They're going to be like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, how'd that go? You know, they don't even think of like that. That would be odd. No, you know, I, again, so there, I think there's a stigma still no, towards games, even though it's so popular. No, absolutely. And, you know, people look, you look at some of the reasons why people take time off from work. Okay. So we'll have, I don't know, let's say Diablo four comes out. People will take the day off to play Diablo four. And it's something that they enjoy where or other people might take the day off to go to a, you know, like here in Chicago, they go to a Cubs game or a bears game or something like that. You know, it's like, well, what's yeah. the difference? It's, you know, it, you're still having fun. You know, one, you're not drinking. You're, you're at home. You're probably, you're probably not drinking. But, uh, you know, it just, people are judgmental and it's, the stigma is stupid. Right. I, I love, well, Hawk. I think, did you see Hawk's yes. uh, message? Yeah, I was just about to say uh, yeah, that. Go ahead. Yeah. So Hawk wrote, if people are addicted to a game, have them play Red Dead Redemption 2. That'll cure them. It was terrible. <laughs> that's awesome it was a terrible game i never even finished it i was like i didn't get i just oh i don't want to wash my my horse and pet <laughs> it and oh come on keep the real come world on, you chores want, out of my video games come on you don't want to have a dysfunctional horse i don't want to have to shave Smelly or bathe or <laughs> not in my video games <laughs> yeah all right uh, next one. Yeah. Are, was that anything else, Rob? Yeah, I was going to say something, and now I don't remember what it was, but I think it was something along the lines of, you know, these people that have the problems with the gaming, I, let's say, I don't fully understand it, okay? Because, I mean, I've never been in that situation to have, like, a huge problem with one thing. Pay no attention to the board games behind me, by the way. So, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But, uh, you know, you can, I, I would think that if it wasn't video games, it would be something else. It's in the personality and it just happened to center on video gaming or a game. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's right. like if people, all they do, you know, 20 hours a day, if all they do is they, is they play a particular game, I mean, well, that's some kind of self-control issue. That's not necessarily gaming related, but it's something within them that's making them focus onto a game. If it if the games weren't around, maybe they would go to gambling. Maybe they would right. just watch TV or something. So, you know, blaming it on gaming, I think is, which is kind of like how I got out of that article that, uh, you know, it was another kind of game bashing thing, although it might not be totally. But anyway, just to say it's games that are bad, I think is is not right. It's the person's mental state that is not right. That's it. Okay. okay. All right. So the next one, Ubisoft Pass, may have been accidentally leaked on the Ubisoft store. So it looks like they have leaked a placeholder image. Of revealing presumably an EA access style subscription service. Um, there was a user, uh, BG247, spotted an image that was briefly live on the Ubisoft store 
and it appears to and it appeared to out a previously unannounced service called ubisoft pass um although entirely unconfirmed ubisoft pass certainly does, sounds like a subscription service additionally the word premium leads to speculation that we may even see a tiered service with different levels of access uh, so again we don't know a whole lot of what's going on um, but again this is probably some if we don't hear anything about this at e3 then i would say this is probably false i would expect we're going to hear something from ubisoft on this and it wouldn't surprise me um my only concern with this is i have a fear of video games all go into all these subscription services you know i'm paying for xbox live i'm paying for xbox game pass and rob i did do that trick that you mentioned i actually went and bought an extra year of xbox oh yeah gold added it and then joined the xbox game pass ultimate yep so it's like for the next two years i get both for like a buck a month or something yeah <laughs> or i get game pass for a dollar a month i think that's what it was was so, it a dollar a month or I it's like a dollar it's it was I think it's a dollar it's a dollar a month no or is it just a dollar for the first month yeah it was like one dollar to activate it that was my impression and okay then, okay yeah and then it's like so i get i don't have to pay for game pass anymore for the next two years or yeah. something it's just free <laughs> so um but i did do that but um but so we've got so i'm already paying for those two and then I quit. I used to pay for EA access because it was only like $30 a year, which really was not very expensive. But I, I canceled that when they did the whole promising that you'd get discounts and all this stuff. And then Titanfall 2 came out and you had to pay full price, even though you were an EA access member. Um, and they were trying to blame Respawn. And I was like, no, this is your, you're a publisher of that game. Uh, it's your service. No, there is no blaming anyone other than EA. So I dropped out and haven't resubscribed with them. And um, but, but what what concerns me is, you know, EA could just say, "Hey, you've got to get our games through our service." That they're not gonna they're not gonna release them, especially when everything is all digital, right? Then, you know, what's gonna keep you from going to their store or paying for their, their service to get their game? And then if Ubisoft jumps in and does the same, and then you've got other developers that could do the same, you know, and, and it's like. Again, well, Mark, you're overreacting. Well, look at TV, though. Like, how many TV subscriptions are we paying for? It's like HBO and Hulu Netflix. and Netflix and Amazon Prime and Roku. And, you know, some people are probably paying more than they were paying for cable by going, I'm unplugging and doing all this. And then, and like, if you want to watch the new Star Trek, you got to pay for CBS, yeah. uh, their service. And so... It, it, yeah, it's it, it's it adds it's up. getting over what it does it adds up and it's you like know, 10 bucks at a time yeah and it's like how many services can you really afford to do so again this is my concern with these passes and these subscription services um it depends on how it's done um you know i like the game pass idea but what then but again that also hurts i think that these types of things if ubisoft and ea are doing it and then you know you get some others like bethesda jumps on board and does it and others do it then it's like okay well game pass just kind of lost it's it's going to be harder to get those games into game pass right you know because they're that's a that the, the you know ea and ubisoft are going to see it as well that's a conflicting that's a that's a, a rival service if you will 
So it, it I well, don't want to be, we're already overwhelmed with everything is a freaking subscription nowadays. So like something like EA access, I mean, how popular is that? Cause I, I was a member and I dropped it I don't know, what about two years ago. And I think you dropped it as well. Didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah. So, I mean, for some of these services, like for us with the EA access, it's really not worth it. I mean, well, but, but the, but the concern is if they go, okay, now, like I said, when, when, when everything's going all digital, which it's coming. Okay. Look at the music, look at bookstores, look at movies. Those are pretty much exclusive, all digital now with, with probably the exception of, you know, books, there's still bookstores available. It's going to take some time, but look at movies and TV. Like you go in, you go into a Best Buy. I was in one the other day. There's like, they don't even sell music anymore. Yeah. And the movie section was like a half of one aisle. Like, and that's it, it. Half of the store used to be music like 20 yeah. years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, the circuit city I used to work at, we had a whole half of the store was music and movies. Yeah. You know, that was half of the store. Now all that's gone. You know, and books are going there and, you know, video games are going there. I mean, it, it is happening. And so, again, my concern with the subscription services is if like, because Disney now has their Disney service coming out. Right. So Netflix will no longer have any, any Marvel, Star Wars, Disney shows, nothing. It's all going to be on the Disney service. I didn't think about so, like Marvel and all those. Yeah, those are yeah, Disney owned right. products. So they're going to, they will no longer be on Netflix. They're going to be on Disney's service. And if you want those, you have to buy Disney. And I've already got friends that have told me that they're dropping Netflix soon as the Disney, you know, because, you know, so everybody's like, nope, you want my data. You want my content. You got to come to me to get it. You got to subscribe to me to get it. Well, Xbox live, Xbox game pass, EA pass, Ubisoft pass, you know, Bethesda pass eventually you you just can't you know if, if it turns into something like that where that's the only way to get ea games is to subscribe to them dude that's going to be brutal like right now it, it's great i don't have a problem with their service because i can go and buy their game 60 dollars day one and and do it that way sure but again tv's already going this if you want to watch this show you have to subscribe to this service, even though like the cbs thing is ridiculous to watch star trek yeah. i pay for cbs through my, my cable provider but i also have to pay for cbs online if i want to watch their shows that are coming and now they've got the picard show the next star trek i want to watch it but it's again it's going to be on their subservice and it's like come on you know uh yeah. we were mm -hmm. talking about that halo movie or tv series that was coming to showtime and i got to I pay for showtime if i want to watch you know what i mean it's that's that's my fear of this type of stuff can, coming into the video games is we could end up having to pay hundred dollars every month just for all the subscription service to try to play the games we want to play <laughs> yeah. i hope it doesn't come to that you know with some of these services you can play it i'll, I'll call it smart and basically i don't know what let's say if something releases and you know, they have all the episodes that come out at once as opposed to, you know, the, the weekly like spoon feeding. So if you get like a dozen episodes that drop all at once, then you subscribe, you binge, and then you cancel. 
but it's too easy to subscribe, watch, and then just forget about it. Yep. And that's where it all adds up. Yep. And, you know. I mean, and really, if you want to subscribe to something, subscribe to TXL, baby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you want to subscribe to something and forget about it? <laughs> Use our Patreon link. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, all right. Enough of that. Yeah. Um, cause I got a couple more things I wanted to go over before we get into the E3 stuff. And I know we got people like Braun sitting here waiting for us to do our predictions. Um, so respawn has revealed the um, first details for apex legends season two battle pass and a new in-game event. Uh, so they're gearing up for June with some initial details, um, and a new two week long in-game event called the legendary hunt. That's going to start, um, th- uh, t- this Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Um, so the season two battle pass for apex legends isn't about isn't just about adding content it's about bettering the player experience lead product manager lee horn focused on lee horn focused on improvements fans can expect from season two versus what they experienced in the season one so far these adjustments made progression easier and add more rewards so there's a level up via daily and weekly challenges uh time to battle pass level 100 should be significantly reduced Three additional legendary skins are added to the rewards track. Three entirely new content categories replace badge and stat tracker rewards. You'll earn enough crafting material uh, metal rewards from the full reward track to craft a legendary item or whatever your heart desires. Um, they are seeming centered on improving grind and introducing meaningful challenges that vary the game in interesting rather than wacky ways. Uh, there will be a legendary item every 25 battle pass levels and voice lines are getting replaced with crafting with metal rewards. This way players can craft a legendary item of their choosing. So uh, they're going to be a good, and we will get a full scoop on apex Legends season two at E3. Um, now those that want to try their hand at the new event called the legendary hunt. This focuses on finishing in the top five in any match. Doing so will get you into a queue full of other top five winners. Stay in the queue, you'll have to keep placing top five. But the legendary hunt isn't just about being an elite. Limited time challenges can earn you rare, epic, and legendary skins, and a double XP weekend can net you some quick progression. Um, Additionally, every three to four days, a new legendary hunt skin will be available for purchase. Um, Yeah. Those who have the battle pass can get two additional legendary skins, the legendary honored prey R301 skin and the Wraith Night Terror legendary skin. Plus, battle pass owners can earn an entire battle pass level if they finish top five. Um, yeah, if they finish top five. So, more coming, uh, which is good for the Apex fans there. One of them, yay. Yeah, I got to say, lo- the season one battle pass that they had was garbage that thing sucked it it was and they talked about it it yeah. was just a start it was i remember because we talked about it even on the show that it was more of just to get some kind of new content out there was it they didn't want to do a whole bunch of stuff because the game was still relatively new yeah so that they were so now we're going to start to see challenges and you know having people do certain things in the game to you know, uh, which I think will bring a lot more interest than what the season was. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, it 
just there's going to be no season pass for it. Uh, they will have crossplay, so right out the gate, Xbox, PC, PlayStation can all play against each other. Um, then they're not going to do a season pass for the maps. So it looks like the maps downloadable stuff's all going to be free for everybody. So that's good. So I know a lot of people are looking forward to crossplay. And yes, I did say that. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, I guess they're rebooting the Modern Warfare franchise. Um, and also Xbox Game Pass PC has been announced. We don't have full details on it, but we will um, at the Xbox press conference or at least at, at, at E3. Uh, Microsoft is going to discuss it. Um, so we'll have more on that later. Also, it, this is funny. So last week we were talking about Anthem, like being dead, right? Yep. And uh, it got a it got a big update. <laughs> so it was like right after I think our show. I think it was the next day it had an update or something. Now wait, um, so because I was reading conflicting things, I saw some articles that were saying they got an update, and some that no update has come out yet. It's coming sometime in the future. So which is it? No, it had an update. So is it the cataclysm? Because, because one, I or no, no, no. So it, the cataclysm is coming soon. Okay, so that um, still didn't happen. They they did an update to the game that has been released. So. Um, one of the main, and so it says one of the main goals is to pave the way for Cataclysm, which EA will be showing off for the first time, uh, tomorrow, which was, it, it should have shown on the 30th of May. So a couple of days ago, they should have shown, I missed that. I didn't get to see that, but, um, they said, you know, but they did do an update to the game. So some of the things that I know is. Like if you're near a collectible and collectibles, there's a billion of them and they are extremely hard to find. Um, so if you're kind of running around on the free play, um, if you get near one, a question mark will show up like on, on your little HUD on your um, east west bar at the top. You'll see a uh, and in your mini map, you'll see a little question mark. So it'll basically guide you right to the collectibles. So it's going to make getting collectibles better. Um, I don't. I think they fixed the. Um, I never had the achievement for completing the Arcanist level, and after I got the update, as soon as I went in, the it had a mission to like do an Arcanist, and it was like complete Arcanist, whatever. I was like, okay, that wasn't the mission. I didn't have that before, so I went and did it, and the achievement popped. So it almost is like they fixed that for people that it wasn't popping for whatever reason. Um, so, I mean, as soon as I launched it, did one mission, boom, it popped right away. So I only have one achievement left in the game, and that's getting all the collectibles. Um, so, but uh, they did do an update. So there's a, there's other things that they've done. I, I don't remember. I didn't remember all the stuff. There was something to do about your party. Um, I think making it easier to see where they are. Um, but, uh, the, yeah, cataclysm is going to be coming out. Uh, they did a live stream on the 30th, so, uh, I'll have to go and see if I can find that somewhere, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's not dead yet. So, uh, if you haven't played it for a while, might want to check it out and, uh, we should have, as soon as I get more info on cataclysm, which again, we, if they, if they announced it the other day or they did show it off, we'll probably get a lot more info at E3. So I'm looking. 
Um, and that's all that I have. Okay. I got two more things I just wanted to add. So uh, out of the blue, Hunt Showdown uh, launched into game preview. This is a game that we talked about a long, long time ago. It was kind of like a creepy shooter in the bayou, swamp, bog area. Remember that one, Mark? It had like monsters. It was set in like, I don't know, prior to now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, Like in the 1930s or something. It's, 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 it was definitely uh, not set in the recent time era. But anyway, it, it was one that was sort of like really weird. It's like you really didn't know what to expect. You didn't know if it was like a horror terror one. There was like big creatures. I vaguely remember there even being something like, you know, people can turn on each other or something. But anyway, uh, this is a game. They talked about it at Gamescom and uh, out of the blue, it released in uh, Game Preview. So you can purchase it for $30 through the Microsoft Store. Um, let's see here. It weighs in at a mere 20 gig, which I guess in some cases is actually not very much Pretty anymore. Small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Crytek actually said that the release was not a mistake. So it was planned. It just wasn't uh, talked about a lot. So Hunt Showdown, uh, here's here's what it says about the game. Hunt Showdown is a first-person shooter which features a blend of competitive and cooperative combat. Monsters have taken over the world, and in order to survive, humanity must hunt them as, hunt them as close to extinction as possible. So uh, you might want to check it out. 30 bucks, not too bad, I guess. And uh, it looks like it might be one of those little more intense games because it does have a mature rating. Okay. And uh, also, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, the other thing was, so I've got a couple controllers that have headphone jack issues. And this is where the headphone jack is in the controller as opposed to like... Here's my trusty handy dandy. You can see it on camera. I know you can't see this mark, but I have my white Xbox One S uh, controller without its back and the batteries are just sitting out there. But uh, I have the headset adapter. Remember that plug in headset adapter that you could just plug into right. the bottom? So I use this on all my controllers because every controller that I have that has a headphone jack built into it the headphone jack has some kind of issue. Um, You know, either like, you know, you can't chat, you can't hear, or, you know, you kind of, it's not even like you have to wiggle the controller. It's, I mean, wiggle the the headphone jack itself in order to uh, get the audio. It's just like, it, it doesn't work. Like the contacts in there are spread and it just goes in and out. It's a big pain in the butt. Well, there was an article on Windows Central, of all places, that had a procedure that you could do on your controller and replace the headphone jack. Uh, And the cool thing about this is that the headphone jack itself is only $4 on Amazon. So you can buy a couple of them for just 10 bucks or two of them (laughs) for 12 and replace them on all your controllers, get some spares if you need it. And the cool thing about this is that 
it's literally like a 10, 15 minute job. You do have to take your controller apart, which uh, I've taken my elite controller apart in the past. And it's, uh, it's not that difficult, but you basically uh, take the shell of your controller apart. And then there's some uh, PC boards. There's a couple of them sandwiched sort of and connected together. And uh, once you separate those out, the headphone jack plug actually just sits. It's not soldered onto the boards or anything like that. It just sort of like sits in there. It's got contacts on the bottom and it just sits in there with pressure. And um, I was looking to see if, if you fell out of your chair. <laughs> no, sorry. That was, uh, I was getting a text and it was my, I've got this little metal yeah. <laughs> holder that my cell phone sits on and I picked it up and it's like the thing came with it yeah. <laughs> and then fell off onto the desk. Mm-hmm. So sorry for the loud no, crash. No, no worries. It's like, I didn't have your screen up. So I'm like, what happened? But anyway, <laughs> so all you basically need to do is open the shell, separate the, separate these boards. The thing just comes right out. You put the new one in and just put it back together. So um, this is something I'm I'm definitely going to do to salvage uh, some of these controllers. I, you know, not that I hate using the little headset adapter. I, I do like having the buttons on it because you can have the volume control buttons on there. You don't need to go through the console in order to do those. But uh, it sure would be nice to be able to use the built-in one. So it looks like it's a cheap fix. And this reminds me, I still need to replace my analog stick um thing on my elite controller that's just another project to do uh, did did i tell you about that mark i don't know if if hey, i did or no. not so on my know. on my elite controller had that problem after i don't know a couple of months of having it where the left stick would drift up so right. there was it started on skyforce where you know I'm playing off some and I'm all at the top of the screen and I can't I cannot move my spaceship down at all. Right. And uh so I found on oh what is that? So there's Alibaba, that Chinese shopping AliExpress, that was it. So on AliExpress, I got like five of them for like 10 bucks or something like that. So it's five of those little, uh, they call them like 3D sticks or something because they're a button and then they're like left, right, up, down controllers. And um, so when I get some time, I'll replace that on my Elite controller and see if I can salvage it. So I figured it would be an easy fix. And if you know how to do a little bit of soldering, I would think it wouldn't be too bad, but... That thing actually has like a dozen solder connections, surprisingly. Hmm. But uh, it's a lot easier to fix your headphone plug. <laughs> let's just let's just say that. So right. if you have um, if you have a wonky headphone controller or a headphone jack in your controller, and you don't want to drop another. How much is a like a basic controller cost nowadays? Is, are they still like a forty dollars, thirty, forty dollars? Oh, I think they're sixty dollars. Yeah, I, I think they're fifty nine ninety nine. I think for yeah, but you can find them cheaper yeah. on sale and stuff I, I don't here know. and there. But 
they are pretty expensive. If you've got a controller like that you got from the design lab, easily 90 bucks, right? If you get your name on it, if you get it embossed on there. So if you want to salvage that, four bucks, you might need to buy a tool set for prying some of the stuff open. And I think it has like Torx bits. Oh, they have a T8 security Torx. So I think that might be the ones okay. where they're Torx and they got that little plug in the middle. But anyway, it's real easy. Might want to check it out. All right. So that is it. On to Dremo, please. E3 predictions 2019. So how, how do you want to do this? Because, I mean, a lot of mine I actually had that were similar Copy. to yours. <laughs> and Well, yeah, let's... Because um, great minds think alike. Go back. Let's just go back and forth, I guess. And anything that whoever says one that matches the other person's or then we'll, you know, we can just jump around to say ours. So. Yeah. So the first one, and I've got more, so... I think we'll, we'll just this one we can run right into both of our first one. But so I think that we're going to get so for the new Xbox, I think we're going to get some more details um, on. I, I, we will. I don't believe we'll get a price. No. Um, yeah. I do think we'll get a little bit more detail depending on this next one, which we're going to. We've got a little difference of opinion. So. And I'm going out on a limb here, um, but if if the game originally I thought yeah it'll come out holiday 2020 and I think they said 2020 and I can't remember back in the E3 last year did did Phil say holiday of 2020 or did he just say coming out in 2020? But I'm gonna so I'm gonna say we're gonna get a little bit more detail. Yes, if it will be a little bit if it's in the fall. But I'm also going to predict that this console is going to launch in the spring. If it does launch in the spring, which would bust the norms, right? And we're expecting PS5 in the fall of 2020. This would allow Microsoft to get a head start again, like they had on the 360 over the PS3. And it was, you know, there they had a year, but this could give them potentially six month lead over the PlayStation, which could be a good thing um get them out first get them more consoles and and not have to play catch up again um and if it does release in the spring of 2020 then i think we're going to get full details if it's in the fall i don't believe we will get a whole lot of details um but i i think it'd be really cool again they're coming out big and what what would be bigger than Phil Spencer walking out going, here it is, guys, showing it, giving us full details, giving us a price, and saying spring 2020, like coming out in March or something, right? Sure. That that would be, and, and, and the, the, the beauty of it is Sony doesn't have any option to respond because they're not there. <laughs> so they'd have to do a press release or something, like something in the news story to try to respond to that. Um, and I know they're already, you know, they've already come out saying, well, this is what ours is going to do. And it's going to do this. It's going to do that. And I'm like, you guys are still quite a ways away from its shipping. 
that's why depending on when the xbox comes out if it's going to be at the end of next year i don't think we'll get a whole lot of details but i do think we'll get something to kind of respond to what the ps5 or what sony has said that's ps5 is going to be able to do but uh, i think it'd be really cool to see this thing come out early next year and uh or or even better this holiday <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, maybe, yeah maybe they said 2020 just as a uh we're just gonna say that and then then sony's like okay we'll do 2020 and then all of a sudden microsoft comes out and goes oh yeah by the way it's gonna be out this year 2019 holiday and here's everything you know i mean what that i mean think about the reaction that that would have just like whoa i mean a whole year early and we got price and we've got release dates and we could know what it looks like and talk about owning the show. <laughs> and again, that's probably a pipe dream. Probably not going to happen, but, and then, but I'm going to, I'm going to stick with spring 2020 as a release date, you know, and we'll, that, that's what I think. So what about then, you? And then the media runs wild Microsoft to release unfinished Xbox. <laughs> next generation (laughs) console (laughs) the xbox red ring (laughs) 2 they shipped it too early (laughs) fans disappointed they want to wait more (laughs) yeah so you know the the release date was something that i've been kind of throwing back and forth for you know a a little bit because i'm very conflicted with this so in terms of big console releases, everything has happened around the holiday season as far back as I remember. 360, the original Xbox One, the Xbox One X also. The only one that was released a little bit earlier was the S. And technically, the S All Digital as well, because that was also a May. So right. we had the S, which released, what was that like August? I remember it was after E3 and it was like two months, like ish, something like that afterwards. So, so you had those two that kind of went out of the norm and the, the thing that happened last time around with the original Xbox one was that didn't Sony get like a two week launch head start. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, they got out of the gate like two weeks earlier, three weeks earlier, something along those lines. And a hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah. And uh and they didn't tout the whole <laughs> TV thing and have that whole whole mess with the submarine either. But oh, uh yeah. Yeah. But so in terms of a big launch, I think if you look at it historically, they've always done it around the holiday period. And I think a lot of that had to do with Christmas sales and, you know, the holiday sales of, you know, getting in that whole before Black Friday here in the United States mentality, just so they could have it and get that huge holiday season buy-in. But if the PS5 is going to be out earlier, the thing that I'm having a hard time trying to figure out which they might do is do they want to launch prior to that PS5 to yes. get that to get that system is out early, get the lead in the next generation. Do they want to do that? 
can they do that? Because they might not be able to. Now, the, the new gen system, we know that it's been in the works for some time, a couple of years, it looks like. And, you know, the Xbox One X, how long has that been out now? Is that a year and a half, two years almost? When did that come out? Uh, 2017? 2017. Yeah, I've had it 18, longer than... So, at least a year yeah, and a half. So, yeah. so, you know, I would like to think that the Xbox One X is just an improved one and it's not necessarily a, as big an undertaking to produce as a next generation console. Do you, you know what I mean? It's yeah. uh it's sort of like a gen, what are we now? One, two, well, three point five. Also if it's also if it's just a streaming box. If they end up just doing a streaming box, which I I'll talk about later too in my prediction. Sure. That that's got to be even easier to push out. Yeah, and, and Brun mentioned uh, looks like this version was in development for a few years before the Xbox One X was released. So th- the question is, do they want to commit to it's done? Can they commit? Is it really done? Um, it probably is, but I would really like to see it earlier rather than later. But I think if they just keep the old mentality, they're going to do it in the fall of 2020, which might mean October or November. So so I think it would be smarter to do spring to do before the PS5. Yep. I would love to see that, but I sort of expect them to do fall 2020. Well, yeah, and I mean, um, another thing, too, is if they do release it in the spring, I mean, the people that are going to latch on to them right out the gate are your um, your, your, your enthusiasts, right? Your, your day one people. Us. <laughs> Us, right. So yeah. getting, getting it out in the spring allows you to basically, and, and when it first come out, you know, you may have limited inventory. So you're going to hit your enthusiasts and they're probably all going to get it, you know? And then by time that the holiday comes around, okay, you've got, a, you've got more games that are available for it. It's been out for six to nine months and you're going to have a, a good, you should have a good supply of it sitting on the store shelves available for everyone, mm-hmm. you know? So Again, I I don't think it's a bad idea. You know, Nintendo Switch uh Switch came out like in a March time frame. So um and it did very well. Granted it's a it's different. It's a handheld uh so it is a little different market, but they they showed that this, you know, you can launch a console in in the spring. You know, I I don't think they got to I think this whole holiday thing really they need to get away from it's, it. It's it's basically it, old thinking. It is old thinking. We're we live in a this world is twenty four seven. It it's not, you know, stores aren't open. Stores don't close on Sundays. They're you know they don't. They're there's there's not this. It's different. You know that was the old way. You know we're even seeing games ship out of cycle now. Like 
things are coming out on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and Fridays. Yeah, it's it's like we don't have to stick to the Tuesdays. That's it has to come out on Tuesday. It's no, you can and and we're seeing more games coming out in summers and springs, and you know they're selling very well because people that are into this hobby, it's like we don't go see movies at the holiday and then not go the rest of the year. You know that don't sure? they call them don't they call them summer blockbusters for a reason because people go see movies all summer long, yet they have them big game big movies come out at holiday big movies big movies are coming out all the time, you know, and the the same should be for games. They, they I don't think you know so I think this would be really cool to see it stepped up, um, and then drop this on on everybody going oh yeah it'll be out in the spring. So it would be really cool. I would love to see that. And I think it would be a good move if they're ready, if the box is ready. Now, I don't want them to do it. Uh, I don't want a repeat of the 360 and say, hey, let's let's beat Sony out the door and it not be done. Because I will be a day one buyer if if at all possible. Um, and uh, I, I want the box to work. <laughs> so Yeah. So it'll be OK. So cool. We got a couple ideas here on that and a couple different thoughts we'll see uh we'll know next sunday which is again why we're doing this because both rob and i just realized today it's like whoa the e3 press conference is next sunday yeah I, for some reason i thought it was the weekend <laughs> after <laughs> i did too i did too and i looked it up and i was like whoa wait a minute that's we got to do our show today <laughs> so it we will know in a week uh if if either one of us is right mm-hmm. so oh by the way chris I, Christoph is requesting no more red rings. Yes. Amen to that. (laughs) Well, actually, uh, on the Xbox One, they got rid of the ring, so you can't have a red ring. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, So still on on the Xbox hardware, I have one additional thing that I do believe we're going to see. Um. And I think the next Xbox is going to have three SKUs um, right out the gate. Normally they come out, it's one box. That's it. And I think had it had Microsoft had two SKUs when the Xbox one released, I think it would have done better. They should have released one without connect um, because it would have dropped the price a hundred dollars. It would have been the same price as PS4 and it probably would have sold a lot better. I really believe PS4 sold as well as it did because it was $100 cheaper. Microsoft forced everybody to get a Kinect, which, I'm sorry, is a lot less. And I like it, but I only use it to turn the thing on and off. And it's still not even 100%. Sometimes I got to yell at the darn thing, or sometimes it does something when I'm not even talking to it. Um, you know. But the, it's really not necessary. I Mine's still hooked up because I like to say, oh, take a screenshot or record that. That's, but that's about the extent of what I do with it. They never like they were pushing at the end of the 360 that better with connect. Everything was connect, connect, connect. And then this generation came out. They forced you to take the hardware and then like nothing utilizes it. So, yeah, that was messed uh, up. So they I think they hose themselves there. So I think I'm going to predict that they're going to have three SKUs. They're going to have a standard box like we are that we're used to. Now, whether there's a drive in it uh, or uh, whether there's a Blu-ray drive in it or not, I, I kind of would say it wouldn't surprise me to remove that. I, I Because at this point, 
people have ways to play Blu-rays. And they've got the all-digital version that just came out. So it wouldn't surprise me if all the boxes that they come out with have no optical drive in it. Uh, but it might because there's still a lot of... Um, you still got to have that if you're buying physical copies of games. But So, so I don't know what they're going to do with that. At some point, I believe that's going to go away. But I think we're going to get a standard box. I also think there's going to be a high-end box that's going to come out the same day. So like, you can buy the three or four hundred dollar version of the next xbox or you can buy the xbox one x version on the same day have higher end hardware better visuals and it's going to cost more and then i do believe that there will be a streaming box available that the, and it might be and i still think it it's going to be something like a chromecast or you know like i've got a amazon fire tv stick and it's just like a Chromecast. You just plug it into the back of your TV. You get one of those, and it comes with a controller. And there you go. You hook it up to your wireless network, and you stream your games from xCloud. I do believe that's going to be a skew when this launches. So I, I, that's, that's one of my predictions. Three SKUs uh, of Xbox is available on day one. And, what do you uh, think? Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, they're going to have... Let's say the entry level Xbox, they're gonna have the mega Xbox, you know, akin to the X that we have this generation. And then, you know, you had mentioned something on the streaming box that I really hadn't considered before, and that was to have it like a stick or like a little dongle. I always envisioned it as being like a traditional, like Roku style box, you know, just that little, that little box, maybe like four inches by four inches. Is, uh, yeah, but you but you don't you don't even need those anymore. I, exactly, it's, you know, just the dongle plugs in right to an HDMI port. You connect it to your wireless, and boom, you're you're mm -hmm. on. Like the Fire Stick's awesome. I take that with me when I travel. I plug it in, boom, I can watch. I just plug it into the HDMI, connect it to the hotel wireless, and I'm watching Netflix or I'm watching Amazon Prime or I'm watching HBO. You know, now imagine that just being an Xbox that I'm plugging in the same way and you have a controller. So now I got to do is carry a controller and that stick around. That's it. Cause all my games are played in the cloud. I can just stream everything. Now the quality of the hotel wireless might be a problem, but oh come on, I'm able to watch movies and stream movies just fine. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. So I, I think that it will probably work. So yeah, yeah. I I'm looking forward to that. I really want to see that that stick available you know give me that for like a hundred bucks i'll buy it and a traditional console well, that would be amazing <laughs> if it was let's say like 50 bucks just for the stick well and it's then probably going to be at that least and a hundred that and a controller for a hundred is the That'd yeah because cool. the controllers are 50 to 60 bucks anyways yeah so i think a hundred dollars and there you go you got a new xbox it's a streaming one but you've got it mm -hmm. oh absolutely so. And then the thing that I was thinking about was, I, I think with the next gen, the standard Xbox would be almost akin to the X as it is now, because we're probably going to have a step up where the, the standard one was probably going to have 4K, and then the higher end Xbox might have 8K. You know, because 8K, maybe ray tracing, which is kind of like the hot new cool thing that nvidia is touting right now so i imagine uh 
Ooh, that'd be another thing. How about if they ditch AMD and they go to NVIDIA? I don't think the they graphics. will. Yeah. That would be something. But anyway. Yeah, I don't I don't know why AMD gets they must be giving them really cheap prices, man. Because they also do the CPUs and the graphics chips. Right. If you dropped AMD for graphics and went to NVIDIA, you'd basically have to go to Intel for the the, the chips. And I that would just probably drive the price up. Which you don't want. Yeah. So because they take it into shorts with the hardware just so they can make it up with the software, right? And the ecosystem and all. And that's the beauty of the stick. Yes. There, there's really nothing there. Like, you know, they could make money on that right out the gate. Um, and, you know, probably even use Xbox One X or Xbox One controllers with it. You probably don't even know, you know, I don't even know if they're going to redesign the controller that much. I I can't see them changing it much. It didn't do, it didn't do much from the 360 to this one. And I would tell you this, I thought the 360 was superb. Oh, and I did get an elite controller finally. Um, I do like it. Um, yes. And it's got a white battery cover on it because it's for my chargeable, but rechargeable batteries. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, I do like it, but the, the Xbox One controller is was an improvement over the 360, and I didn't think they could improve it, but I really honestly don't know what they can do better. Um, so I think in, in keeping with the backwards compatible stuff and, you know, it, you know, maybe you can even have the option of buying a stick without a controller because if you have an Xbox One controller, it could function with it, right? Yeah. Now you can buy just the stick for fifty bucks, and you're in the Xbox ecosystem. So I I think there's some great opportunity with this that I would really like to see. And I'm sorry, you know, I think even the diehards that are Nintendo only or PC only or or uh, PlayStation only, if if someone comes up and says you can play Halo or Gears of War by buying this hundred dollar stick and getting a controller with it what kind of gamers not gonna do that it just you know if they're yeah. not then they're just a hater <laughs> they're not yeah. a gamer they're a hater it, it's just you know sure. there there's how could you not and i'm sorry if sony did that same way i would buy it i would buy a sony stick with a controller so i could play the exclusives so mm -hmm. I, I, and maybe they're going to do the same. I didn't think about them doing it, but all right, enough of that. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the hardware? No, uh, no. Yeah. Okay. So let's see, you've got, okay. So I think that let's do X cloud next. So what do you think of X cloud? So in terms, all right, so we know xCloud is coming. Everybody's pretty much expecting to hear xCloud info at E3. I would be shocked if they did not mention it at all. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, that, that's probably a likely misstep for Microsoft since they <laughs> do something dumb every week, every E3. But anyway. Oh, yeah. No, so, this will be discussed, I yes. think, quite a bit. 
because it's in employee take-home testing right now. Yes. Yes, it is. And so I think the big xCloud bomb that they're going to have is that they're going to have an xCloud beta available now. I think... Phil is going to do that. He's like, starting now, you can sign up for the X cloud beta or or something like that. It started today or like signups are available today. Yeah, that would be, I could see that. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I expected X. So I expected to be announced with a release date and a price. Um, And I do expect the release date to be by the end of this year. Um, and, and again, I think this positions, if xCloud comes out by the end, like this holiday season, then you've got say October, November, we'll say even November, you've got good four to five months of baking that in, getting it, you know, and, and if, and like even more, if, if they ever do the beta at E3 next week and say, boom, it's available now, um, then, then you've got uh between june to you got nine months before next march of having x cloud in people's hands and then you can come out you know again if if the hardware comes out in in the spring now you can have your streaming box um which is all x cloud based so you know it, it's yeah i think that would be really good and i i tell you what as soon as that's available i'm all over x cloud i will definitely test it out now the, um, the one thing I'm eager to it. The one thing I'm kind of wondering though is if they're going to give it to insiders first. If if so, then there's going to be a clamoring <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> All to of get a sudden, there. everyone's going to be yeah. That's true. I think you're right. It, it if it is a beta available, it'll probably be for those that are in like the alpha beta rings first. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so sign up now. <laughs> actually (laughs) yeah actually you know that might be the tip of the show it could be yeah so so let's make it official yeah just in case there's a huge announcement get your console or consoles into the alpha ring if you can yeah do it now (laughs) (laughs) because it ain't gonna happen after after e3 so if they announce anything like that 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 site's gonna get slammed they'll be flooded so um so you did say something about also for windows okay you want me to talk about that or you want to cover okay so okay so i also think that they're gonna announce i believe they'll announce at e3 and maybe even demo it that x cloud is gonna be uh available and playable on nintendo switch okay um so x cloud is all about you know, we already know Xbox Live is coming to the Switch. They've they've talked about it. But Xbox Live in the way that they've stated it can mean like the Xbox app. Okay. So they've never said you're going to play Xbox games on the Switch. They said Xbox Live is coming. Right. And 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 really, if you try to read between the lines and understand its marketing, it really could mean that, oh, well, you can check your gamer score, you can chat with your friends that are on Xbox Live while you're on a Switch. Or you might be able to, well, you can't even talk to him. Well, yeah, I guess you can. Well, no, there is no mic. It's just a headphone jack 
which is another weird thing on the switch they didn't put in like a bluetooth connection that i'm aware of it's a headphone jack um but you can chat with your friends or stuff but i do think that the answer to microsoft's portable gaming is to bring xcloud playable on nintendo switch so that you can play the xcloud library on your switch on the go the beauty about that is it gives microsoft a mobile platform um, and it will already xcloud essentially is going to do it already by allowing you to play on your phone by allowing you to play on tablets or whatever but the nintendo switch is a great piece of gaming hardware and being able to stream Xbox games to that in in a in a you know with the thumb the sticks and everything the way it works is a great opportunity to uh, uh, not only get Nintendo gamers into the Xbox ecosystem but to get a lot of Xbox gamers to maybe go out and buy a Switch so they can play their Xbox games on the go and what that's going to do is it's going to introduce a lot of people to hey Yes, you're an Xbox gamer and you bought a Switch to play Xbox games, but look at these Nintendo games too. Um, and, and and vice versa. Those that are Nintendo only, now they have the Xbox library available to them on the device they own. I think you're going to get people going, let me check this out. You know, it, it, it's a win for both companies. Oh, yeah. And sure. that's why I think that, and we've seen X Microsoft and, and Nintendo doing some partnerships uh working together with with crossplay on Minecraft and other stuff. So I I really do think that this is a win-win for them. So and again it's going to help another thing too. I'm going to sidetrack for a second. Sony and I think we talked about this last week. Sony um is partnering with Microsoft. Yeah to move Sony's cloud-based gaming into Azure. So, again, why would Sony partner with Microsoft? Because who is probably, possibly, a big threat to both Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony is Google and Amazon, right? Amazon's the biggest cloud supporter. Uh, I think Azure's number two, and I believe Google is number three for cloud um, and now Google's announced Stadia, so they're they're in direct competition. So anywhere that Sony would go for their cloud services, because they're doing it themselves right now, if they and and they can offload that and get on a better service, better, faster, you know, get with an expert. Anybody they go with is going to be basically a competitor. You know, uh, uh, because Amazon owns Twitch um, and Amazon's I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them soon announce some sort of gaming because they spent a lot of money on Twitch. I don't I don't believe that's all they wanted. Um, I think they're going to do the same thing like Google is. And they're going to get into cloud gaming and do stuff like that. Uh Oh, the stream died disconnected. It looks like it's back. Just give it a second. Wah. Looks like YouTube's back up. Yeah. Looks like Mixer's still off. Twitch is still off. Refresh. Looks like Twitch is back. We had technical difficulties, Rob. And I don't. I don't know. It just. 
Uh, yeah, it looks like we're back. <laughs> so I don't know where I left off, but uh, I don't know. Hopefully you guys didn't miss a whole bunch. But anyways, maybe that's the, the interwebs telling me to shut up and stop rambling. No, 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 not at all. I think this is all good for Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft. This is good. It's good for gamers. They're they're gonna come together. They're, they're still competing. They're they're but they're coming together to provide gamers a better experience. Um, and again, if if Sony's offering cloud services, then I can subscribe to that and play. And maybe maybe I can play Sony games on my Xbox, yeah. right? and vice versa why not you know why not do that cloud gaming and just allow the other people because then people can buy the product that they want you know um and and play the games that they want which is better for everyone so uh enough of that i i'm excited for it i hope that that truly does come to pass so but what about you had a x cloud you had one additional thing for x cloud yeah so actually two things I, f- I forgot to uh oh yeah lined him yeah in. so <laughs> i always considered xcloud to be a code name kind of like project natal for connect so i think that they're going to give it an official name we'll see if it stays with xcloud or if it'll get the new name but i think we're going to get like i think xcloud's a great name xbox stream no no <laughs> xcloud they need to leave it at that or do Xbox Platinum that includes Xbox Live Gold, Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Cloud or X Cloud. Up it, up it. Give me another because if if I I've currently now got Game Pass and Live bundled, right? Into one one mm-hmm. payment. It, don't add X Cloud or, <laughs> and make it you're going to have to bundle that one in there too. How about if they call it something like xbox now no you can't copy playstation <laughs> um, i like x cloud yeah i really no, do i think that's it's, it's growing in us i didn't like Project yeah. natal personally no hated that yeah. i'm glad it connect is stupid too but <laughs> it's like i still don't even know what that name means but um x cloud i think works because it's all about the cloud and the x is xbox sure and you can still use that in the Windows side because Microsoft Game Studios has been rebranded to Xbox Game Studios. Mm-hmm. And we know that Xbox Game Pass is coming to PC. Sure. So you can still use xCloud. <laughs> okay. So that, that brings me into the second thing that I wanted to mention is that, you know, we've been talking about xCloud, you know, the Xbox streaming platform. You know, we've got Game Pass, which is the Xbox gaming subscription. And they recently announced the other side, right? Did we talk about that in the show? I don't remember. I don't. I thought we did. I don't. About. About the, uh, the Windows Game Pass no because that was announced this week wasn't it yeah so anyway (laughs) i think that they're going to announce also in addition to x cloud they'll have w cloud which is streaming windows games 
but I think it's going to be the same. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, it, it's just a different flavor of it. I because okay, I, I, my whole thing is with all this stuff. Okay, if you're going to be streaming games, why does it have to be Xbox? Why not stream a Windows game? Do you know what I'm saying? No, but but no, but but it's so okay. But here here's the thing. So they've had Windows gaming and they've got Xbox gaming and sure, they've had Microsoft right. Studios and it's it's like games for Windows Live or something. I can't remember what it was. It was like a a weird name that they had. My the way I'm taking this is everything's going to be rebranded whether it's Windows or Xbox. It's Xbox gaming. Like Xbox is Microsoft's games. That's why they changed the studio. You know, it, it it's still Microsoft, but it's it's their gaming house. So Xbox is the games. Xbox is a Windows 10 device. The the Xbox One is a Windows 10 device. It it's it's got the same, you know, it's it's still a Windows 10 box. So trying to segregate Windows gaming from Xbox gaming is I think it's gonna go away. It's just gonna be one thing it's just, this is how you whether you come through on a pc or a console in the microsoft universe it's gonna be an xbox you're, you're it's xbox gaming again and if when they get to full-on streaming it won't matter the hardware won't matter anymore right it's it just won't the matter game. if you're doing on and and what's cool is if if uh you've got pc games that fall into the x cloud so take a, take a game that, I don't know, something that is available only on a PC that's not on a console. Well, if you're streaming it, guess what? All you have to do is write code to translate a controller input, you know, to, to instead of key, mouse and keyboard. And again, we can use mouse and keyboard now on the console. Because they've so, already built that in. And was that foreshadowing what was to come, you know? Well, there you go. So now we could maybe play, and that's kind of what I'm expecting. So one of my predictions is that Xbox Game Pass on PC, which they have now announced, but they said come back to E3 for the details. I think they're going to give us all the details, and I believe that they're going to say it's not a separate thing because it is called Xbox Game Pass for PC. It's not Windows Game Pass. It's Xbox Game Pass. Right. Again, Right. Xbox is the gaming brand for Microsoft. So they're they're unifying under that across all their platforms. And I do believe that Xbox Game Pass is going to be, you can play Xbox games on the PC. You can play PC games on your Xbox through this. Uh, again, it's going to all be tied in with the cloud, right? Um, and, and, and possibly maybe there still will be stuff that's out of the cloud that you can can still do but they're they're just uniting everything under xbox um and i think it's great i think this is going to be really good for gamers um uh, again the the big thing with xcloud is going to be how well does it work uh what 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 is the bandwidth going to be required on the consumer side um i mean i'm not worried about my my own i have gigabit at my house um so i don't really worry about it too much but uh, I'm curious to see how well it works. So I, I think they're going to just unite it all in one. 
You couldn't reach your hand on your shoulder to do that. You had to grab it, that this thing. Is, this is you be quiet. <laughs> this is my this is my special. And I got the mic here. I'm trying not to hit the microphone. So, <laughs> and I got an itch. Leave yeah. me alone, man. Stop That's spying funny. on me. <laughs> I'm watching you, <laughs> and you're not so, watching me. No, I'm not. Yeah. So, I mean, I would really love to see the whole Windows stuff fold into Game Pass and xCloud. Personally, I'd rather not have it be a separate subscription, a separate thing to pay for. Because, uh, I don't know, I'd, I'd feel nickel and dimed if they did that. Yes, that's why yeah. I think they're going to bring it. Um, I think they're going to bring it all together. Um, eventually, you're just going to be, you're going to subscribe and you can play your games because Phil has said so many times, they, they don't want to, I mean, look at, they're putting original Xbox games playable on Xbox One. They're, they're going back the whole generation. They want to make the library playable, period, and they want a, you to bring your own hardware and it's a service. It's a, it's a and you have to stream it. There's, there's yeah. no way around it if you want it to be, you play on your device, you bring your device and we'll bring you the game. Um, you know, that's, that's where they're going and, and it's all going to be, uh, it's going to be great where I think Xbox gamers are going to have ability to play PC games on their Xbox and you won't even know the difference <laughs> Yeah, and vice versa. Yeah, How yeah. many awesome Xbox games are there that, that aren't on PC that, that PC gamers will now have the ability to play day and date, you know, that's what it brings. No, and because you're writing for one platform, streaming it out. And in terms of prof- and, in terms of profitability, it really is in their favor to ditch the hardware. Yes, you know because all these companies now they almost sell hardware, whether it's a phone like an Android phone or iOS phone or a console like PS4, Xbox, or whatever. The hardware kills them. Well, maybe except Apple. Right. Apple is like the only one that makes money <laughs> on hardware. Everybody yeah. else like loses money or just barely breaks even. So, but what they do want you to do is to get into that ecosystem. And so lately to me, it seems like Microsoft is developing their ecosystem. X Cloud, Game Pass, Live. All that yep. stuff, digital delivery only. They're setting it up so that they can move out of the um, hardware business. Because technically, if xCloud works well and it's something that can be adopted by, let's say, early adopters, because because one thing I was thinking about as well was when you have a system that is not the high-end or premium system like you were talking about, Mark, let's say you have the regular system and you have the streaming one. Why would you bother getting the regular system, let's say for three or $400 when you can get the stick for 50 or a hundred? You know what I mean? It's like, well, again, it depends if you live in rural Kansas, Right. You, you are probably going to get the traditional console because you don't have the ability, you know, again, internet, high speed internet's not everywhere. Or so, 
What you might want the traditional or those people that still want to buy like Jason, our, our friend Democulus, who is a collector and wants physical copies, you know, then he can't use that switch because that's a digital thing only. He can't use the little stick, you know, he's yeah. going to want the traditional console. Right. So right now there's still that. That's why I think you're going to see your traditional consoles and a streaming one only. It, it, they've got to bring it all out at the same time so that people can start the switch. And then the next one after this, if there is another release, it will be, I think it'll be digital only, but I really think they won't. I think this will be the final release of hardware because they're going with the cloud. They're going streaming in five to six years from now. What, what there's no, what's there going to be to change on the stick? You know, you might get a new stick or new controllers, but there really won't be much because everything's streamed. So yeah, you'll just get a new the death of hardware. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah. So you just brought up an interesting point that kind of made me wonder where, you know, the whole streaming thing is very dependent on the person's, you know, internet connectivity, you know, response time, latency, whatnot, yeah. you know, it's maybe symmetric up down, although you might not, it's actually, it's going to be down a lot more than it is up. But I wonder how the like open box situation is going to be with the, with the streaming stick. Like how many people are going to buy it and go, oh, this thing just does not work for me at home. My internet it is no happen. good. I mean, are they going to have like a flood of those being returned? Then I can buy one even cheaper. I know, right? So <laughs> or get a couple. <laughs> you know, I mean, think about if it does work for you. Also, think about it this way too: if you have like a lot of us in this community have multiple gamers in our home. Okay, mm -hmm. so I've got what I've got. I got a couple 360s. I still have an original Xbox. It's just sitting here. But Xbox yeah, Ones, I have I have three Xbox Ones. I have the day one Xbox One. I have an S. I have an X. Yep, same. Um, same so, and I've had to, you know, add that up, right? That's probably $1,500 in consoles in the same generation. Now, if if the next one comes out, my, you know, and I want my kids to be able to play the new stuff, they're much more likely to get a stick, a hundred dollars stick on day one, you know, than they would ever get a regular console. Because mm. I'm buying the console, I'm buying the five hundred dollar one for me. They're never going to get one of those for a while until like something else would come out. Just like, but again, if this is it and it's going streaming and this is kind of the last hoorah for hardware, there won't be a hand me down to go to them. <laughs> Dude, so, so so what happens in households? Let's say like yours, so. Let's say you got two kids that want to do Xbox gaming and yourself. In right. households where, let's say, you get three streaming sticks, how does that work for bandwidth? I mean, aren't you that, like, that aren't you I would imagine it would impact. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know because right now I'll sit and play games and I can stream to Mixer. My kids can be watching Netflix. I mean, I've got three kids you got and kid, That's... I, well, I do, but I also, I don't, 
I don't know if I don't think I get the full gig because I'm also out in the country. So, but um, uh, I do get very, I do have really good internet for considering, especially considering where I live. But um, it, my my kids are constantly on YouTube, constantly on Netflix, constantly yeah. doing something that's streaming and pulling from there, and so am I, right? So, and I haven't really had any hiccups. So I, yeah, if everybody was on at the same time and you didn't have gigabit internet, then yeah, you might be hurting. And, uh, again, it, it's something that's going to have to grow and we'll see what the pains are when it starts, but that's why they've got to do both at the same time. They have to put the traditional box out and let those early adopters grab those the streaming boxes. But again, don't you can't put a five hundred dollars streaming box out and expect anybody to buy it. There's yeah. no way I would buy it streaming no. only at yeah. that kind of price. It's like forget it. What's the point? I'm just streaming it. it. It's like a Roku box. Put a Roku price on it, and then I'll buy several of them. <laughs> sure. Know? But uh, and then all my kids can have their own. Here you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I, I, if it's a true streaming stick, I mean, even if it does do Xbox, you figure it would have the xbox front end right or dash whatever you yeah. want to call it Absolutely. so from there you should be able to run netflix right yep or any of those other services i i picture it as yeah you're gonna and we'll probably see a new dashboard um but again yeah you then the next box is gonna allow you to do all the stuff that play the apps and the games that we currently have it's gonna be backwards compatible out the door well i mean that's 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 like that's kind of what they've said is you know we're not going to have to worry about backwards compatibility on the next xbox our xbox one games are just going to play right it, it it's it's the way they're designing everything it, it's so that they don't have to go back and try to port it or make it backwards compatible it's they're thinking forward we want it to all work Right. You're, um, you're just going to get the display and the controller input. Right. And they do everything else. Right. They do it on the back end. So how would that work? Okay. So for, I'm just thinking ahead here for Netflix, let's say. So if you have a streaming stick or the streaming system, would they want to stream Netflix to you or would they have it locally on the stick? Like, let's say like an Amazon stick or a Roku stick. You, you know what I'm saying? I would think that they would not want part of that. They would not want I, to have. I would imagine it would be an app yeah. on the stick. So you stuff can, like that, right? So you can have basic apps that run on the streaming box slash. But they're stick. still streaming. Netflix still streams. Right. Exactly. All, all the TV stuff, all the media stuff, still streams. You could probably run Pandora on it. Mm -hmm. You could run. HBO, all that type of stuff, because it's all streaming. But the gaming you know? would come from xCloud. From xCloud, from Microsoft themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense to me if they're the middleman. That would just kill their bandwidth unnecessarily. Well, I would imagine, so if Ubisoft does a subscription and EA Access does, you know, those are probably apps that would run and connect you to their cloud services. And you could still do it off the Xbox. 
but it would sure. you would be connecting to their cloud, not XCloud. Again, XCloud is a service right. that will be available if we choose it. And I think even on a traditional box, so see, I buy the $500, $600 box, and it, it's, 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 the, it's the new Xbox One X. It's the best thing out there, and it's got the Blu-ray drive, and it's got all that stuff. And, and then when xCloud comes available, I could still participate and launch the xCloud app. And then I'm, I'm streaming everything that I play. Nothing has to be downloaded. Nothing has to be installed. I'm running it. I'm streaming everything. And it saves my game progress in the cloud and everything. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it doesn't have to be on a stick. That's the thing. This is just a service. Sure. So it can go on anything. Absolutely. I'm excited, dude. I'm, I'm like, I can't wait. Can we just fast forward to next Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm surprised how excited I am right tonight. Like just us talking about it has gotten me. I'm more excited now than when we sat down to start recording. Oh, no, me too. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, let's get to it. Yeah, this I, week is going to drag. <laughs> I've got a brutal work week this week, so I, I'd rather just jump into next weekend. Yeah. Well, good. The brutal uh, week will keep you busy. So, oh, uh, yeah. I'll be all right. So, it'll go by quick, but I'll be miserable the entire time. So, we'll see. All right. So, all right, let's, 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 let's burn through the rest that, of yeah. this because um, we're, we got, so I think a, we're going to finally see a new Elite controller announced. Uh, so, Elite controller, not just a color change, but a, a new version. Um, I, I will call that out. Um, mentioned Game Pass. So the rest of the stuff is just games, um, and mine are different than you. Well, I'll, let, I'll leave my one out. But uh, Halo Infinite, I think we'll see gameplay on Halo Infinite. I think it's going to be shown on dev boxes of new of the new hardware. So we're going to get an idea of what that's going to look like. Um, I think that uh, Cyberpunk 2077, I believe they're going to be on stage with Microsoft. Um, uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I think they'll because no one else is around, right? And they don't have their own press show. That's uh, CD Projekt Red, right? They don't do yes. their own press briefing, no. so I I think we'll see it. It may be running on uh, new Xbox hardware, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Call of Duty is going to be coming back. Uh, I think they will show it because, you know, Call of Duty always used to be at the Microsoft press briefing and then Sony took it. Well, Sony's not there and Call of Duty probably still wants to show off their game. So I think we'll see them at the press brief at, uh, on Microsoft stage as well. And we already know, I put it in here, lots of Xbox exclusives. We already know, I think Microsoft announced 14 new games. That are they're all exclusives because these are from the Xbox Game Studio family of all these new development houses. So we're gonna see fourteen at least at least fourteen exclusives. So that is gonna be real exciting to see. Okay. So that's not a prediction. I just they already told us, but okay. What games do you think are coming? So <laughs> you know, one thing that uh, people kind of talk about is you know what is Phil Spencer what t-shirt is he wearing right and so forth Battle so <laughs> yeah so i think this e3 he's going to be wearing a shadow complex t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> underneath and then uh, underneath is oh, he's been wearing like what coats or sweaters or something like that covered right a little bit yep. so we'll be able to see shadow complex and on a side note uh shadow complex 
posters are in various houses in Fortnite. By the way, I uh, I get a kick every time out of uh, out of it. Every time I see one. Well, that is an epic game, yeah, yes, so it makes yes. sense that it's in there. Absolutely. So uh, I think Phil is going to be wearing a Shadow Complex t-shirt, and Shadow <laughs> Complex Two is going to get. Uh, teased and it's going to get a release date that will be awesome yes yes but uh the other thing that i wanted to mention was you know fable has been a long-standing um you know xbox property for years actually since the original xbox right yeah i think on yes on the og yeah i've never played the original fable because it was on the og yeah and i think I believe Fable Anniversary Edition, which came out on the 360, which is a update to the original one, is in Game Pass if it hasn't been removed yet. Because I remember downloading it a while back going, oh, I need to play this because this is the original Fable that I, I played two and three and never played the original. So mm-hmm. that is available. But uh, yeah, I think you're on a good track there. Yeah. So, you know, Fable, after it had... uh Oh man, what was that one that Legends? got killed? Was that Fable Legends? Fable Legends, I think, is what it was called. Yeah, because it was like almost a gold status, and they no, killed. No, yeah, because uh, it was in beta, <laughs> and I was a beta tester for it. I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't Fable. Like that's yeah, that's the thing. Is like it was like like a spinoff, and I don't, it's not what people want. People want another Fable game. They don't and, like, and change. I hope out of the exclusives. I hope there's a lot of single player stuff in there because I still think single player games have a, have a place. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's some of us, there's some times where you just don't want to play with other people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Even though you're in a party with them <laughs> right? while you're playing. <laughs> but uh, the other one that I wanted to mention was Wolfenstein three. Oh boy. The, the the crazy mega colossus they'll <laughs> they'll announce that although that'll probably be in bethesda but it would nice be nice to see it in uh but it's still an e3 prediction yeah cool and one last thing that i do not want to see in any keynotes presentations or anything is no freaking bands i don't want to see any dude on a flute I do not want to see a band. I do not want, I just want to see the games. You know what I'm saying? Cause Sony had Zamfir playing like, remember that dude that was playing that flute or something? Oh, geez. Yeah. And then I think uh, Bethesda boy. had that band that played for a while. And it's like, okay, make instead of killing five or 10 minutes with this <laughs> music, why don't yeah. just make your thing shorter? <laughs> oh, ooh, I predict Just Dance 2020. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm going to predict a new Mario Rabbids game. Um, really? Yeah. So I'm trying to think of outside the box. Um, of not. So everything I did was like Xbox with the exception of Cyberpunk. I think everything was kind of Xbox geared. But um, uh, Splinter Cell. I, I I hope we see a new Splinter Cell get announced. That that's been gone too long. Um, uh, what else? I would love to see. Um, oh, what was that game? Oh, I can't think of it. 
the one that was done, I think it was by Insomniac. It was the the one that was an Xbox exclusive. Oh, um, oh Sunset Overdrive. Yes. Sunset Overdrive 2 would be so awesome. Um, I want to see Dead Island 2 announced officially. We know it's still being worked on. They need to come out and say, here it is. Um, I'll predict that because uh, we've got to have a lot of stuff that just never comes true. <laughs> so, wait, wait, what would you say about Dead Island? Dead Island 2. It's, yeah, it's, it's been it's, in development forever. I saw something today that it's up for pre-order. No. Yeah. No. Yep, Dead yep, Island yep. Two. Yeah. All right. I think you're. I think you're pulling my chain. No. I'm going to look for. I just know it hasn't been canceled. That was the last article yeah. I saw. No, it, was, it happened today. That Island 2 pre-order appears on Microsoft Store. <laughs> Take over the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to play some elevator music while Mike, I mean, Mark puts in his uh, pre-order. So, um, let's see, what was it? Uh, there's a placeholder release date of December 31st, which will probably change. It's $59.99. You lie. I'm looking at the store and it's there's nothing there. Lies. Oh, I'm in the Xbox. There's a new Wolfenstein game. Youngblood is coming. Yeah, out. it is. I'm looking forward to that one too. No Dead Island. Unless they're making it a PC only game. Because I've been the Xbox. No, I'm looking. I'm looking at the image of it and it has the Xbox one logo at the top. All right, let me do a search. Sometimes. <laughs> my, my computer's in the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me stream it to my monitor <laughs> so I can, I can view it in front of me, but I know this is great. This makes for great radio. Doesn't it? Everybody's so happy to hear me doing a search. Here, I'm going to send you the link. So, folks, well, actually, no, I, I can't send you the link. Look for... Um, There's Escape Dead Island on 360. Dead Island Retro Revenge, Riptide, and Definitive Edition of the first. Here, I'm going to put it in the show notes. I'll put it there so it doesn't mess you're just, up. You're just lying no, like a no, rug. No, heck no. <laughs> Look at uh, the number seven under predictions for me. That is the link, my friend. It's a, um, I'm just telling you, it's a, uh, what do you call it? It's a Photoshop. Someone, someone's photoshopping it somebody hacked uh the microsoft uh store it's like a screenshot and just changed out one game i'm yeah. telling you it's not it's not there then why'd you You're click lying like a rug did you click on it uh i'll get to it i was looking in the store where'd you put it oh in the what is it in twitch no it's in the show notes Oh, in the show notes. Number seven under E3 predictions. Oh, there for we me. go. Oh, I see. You're you're at the Microsoft.com. Deadline two for Xbox. Wow. 
Okay. Pre-ordering right now. <laughs> nice. Wait, it says release. Oh, it does say 29. So what I was reading about this was speculation was that the date will change after E3 to when, when, to it when it's actually released. Yeah. Dude, that would be so cool. <laughs> so I think you got one E3 wish already. <laughs> yes, I'll take it. Woo-hoo. I might just save this page. I might just leave this page up. This store <laughs> page up on my screen. <laughs> yeah, print it. But it's, it's it. only on the Microsoft store. It's not in the Xbox yeah. store, but it does say Dead Island 2 for Xbox One. So I bet it'll... I bet it'll be in the Xbox store after E3. After it, E3, yeah. When it they gets usually, its date. Yeah, it usually, like, even now, it's like stuff doesn't pop in, and then after E3, it's like, boom, the store doubles in size. So, mm-hmm. but Cool. You made my day, Rob. Ooh. It's, uh, actually, since the day's almost over, it's ending the day on a high note. <laughs> well, I think we should probably end the show. Yeah, so we've let's, been going a long time. Yeah, let's uh, if we even have the first hour and a half, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, thank you, internet, interwebs. It should still be there. You yeah. might have to do a little uh, audio mixing. And yeah, fix I've done Maybe that. Something I, to do this I've, week. Yeah, I've done that a couple two tree times <laughs> in the past. A couple two <clears throat> All right, so All right. so uh, let's move on to the community stuff real quick. Um, well, not a whole lot in there. So uh, you can leave us a voicemail at thisxboxlife.com. Click on the voicemail widget. Leave us a message up to 90 seconds or send us, even better, send us an MP3 recording to contact at this Xbox Life, and we'll play your recording on the show either way. Also, uh, we have a Twitter account and a Facebook group. Facebook group, you have to answer two simple questions to be a member. You have to ask to be a member because it is a closed group. Pretty much give everybody access if you answer two simple questions correctly uh, very easy questions so as a closed group we keep the spammers out and then also anything that's posted on there stays within the group does not go into your normal time timeline yeah timeline as well so i guess that's an added benefit for some folks uh and then uh, let's go on to this week's uh, retail releases All right, uh, the retail releases for this week that is, or this upcoming week, that's June 4th through June 7th. We have on the 4th, Elder Scrolls Online. Elsewhere? 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 That's Xbox One X Enhanced. Also on the 4th, we have Time Spinner. It's an indie game. Bunch of indie games on this one this week. On the fifth, we have Neon Junctions as Divine Dios. On the sixth, we have Moto GP 19. This is a motorbike racing game, Xbox One X enhanced. Also on the sixth, we have Toki. I'm assuming that's how you say it. Toki, Toki. 
uh, Super Blood Hockey. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering about this one. I haven't looked into it. I wonder if this is like one of those, uh, remember those games that they had in the past, like blood, not blood bowl, um, uh, blitz football blitz. Yeah. Blitz football, something like NFL blitz where it was, you know, your average sports game made a little more interesting by cool animations, a little bit of, violence and all that stuff so i wonder if that's something along those lines also then on the seventh so that's uh super super blood hockey and the seventh party golf on the seventh xbox one x enhanced and i don't understand what is enhanced about it it is uh interesting art graphics yeah and then uh, uh, also on the seventh, we have Omen Sight Definitive Edition, also Xbox One X enhanced. So that's that. Uh, we recently had a switcheroo with games with gold. We have a continuation of the Golf Club 2019. So this was going to be going until the middle of the month, June 15th. And then brand new for the month is NHL 19, which is kind of cool that uh, I don't think we've had any of these sports games um, in games with gold up until now. Is this the first one like of the whole, you know, NHL, NFL, NBA? I don't know. You'd have to ask Braun. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I really wish that they would have a FIFA in there. I don't know. But, uh, and then, uh, oh, the next one is in the middle of the month. So we'll talk about that one later. Uh, Xbox 360 and back compat. We have brand new portal still alive. That is going through the 15th. Then a couple quick announcements before the end of the show. Uh, first off, if you're a Twitch prime user, or if you have that, if you have Amazon prime and you also have a Twitch account, you can link them together and get free Twitch prime. And as part of that, you can subscribe to one channel for free each month. And the perfect channel to subscribe for free is this Xbox life. So that's another great way to support the show. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And, uh, we definitely appreciate it. Also, if you make any purchases on Amazon and we know that you all do cause everybody does, that's why we don't have Toys R Us and Sears and Carson's and <laughs> the list goes on and on. But uh, if you make any purchase on Amazon, you know, please use our affiliate link. You can find that at the top of the Facebook group and also on our website, uh, thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon, or you can click through the menu in the website and uh, use that each and every time you make your purchase on Amazon. We get a little finder's fee for sending you over to them. It does not cost you anything extra, but it's a great quick way to support the show. Also, if you're an iTunes user, find us on there. Give us a five-star rating. Helps more people find out about the show. And to those of you that have done that, thank you so much. And uh, follow us on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube, which is now working. Yay. And, uh, well, at least it was until it wasn't. And now it is again. After 90 minutes, it went bye-bye. And then uh, thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music. And so that is it. Uh, I guess next week we will be able to see which of our predictions actually came true. Yeah. 
and uh, be exciting. We'll, I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about. So uh, I I would imagine. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm 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 excited. I'm excited because it's not your typical E3 because we're accept we're expecting new hardware, and they didn't have a reveal like they did what six years ago wow five and a half years ago six years ago was when that no that reveal was six years ago it was in 2013 may so um exciting exciting times my friend so do you have will be do you have anything else you want to add before we i i got nothing thanks everybody uh I'll be back. We'll be back next week to talk about the what happened. Conference. What happened? Yeah. yeah. Are Definitely there come back next week? Are there any other ones on Sunday? Was e, was EA on Sunday as well, or was it just Microsoft? Uh, I haven't even looked. To be honest, I don't see. know what the schedule is. So let me see if I can find real quick if somebody has something. So oh, so Sunday is Microsoft at 1 p.m. Pacific, Bethesda at 5.30 Pacific, so it means, what is that, 7.30 Central? Um, so it looks like it might be just Bethesda and Microsoft on Sunday. Monday... We have Upload VR Show, PC Gaming Show, Ubisoft at 1 Pacific, Square Enix at 6 Pacific, Nintendo at 9 on Tuesday. So that... uh, So the Bethesda show is at what, 7.30 Central Time? So your time, Microsoft is at 1 Pacific and... Right. Bethesda's at 7.30 Pacific. Oof. So the question is, do we want to record on Monday? Because we would probably want to see the Bethesda show too. Yeah, because I am looking forward to the Bethesda one myself. Okay. Uh, Is there anything Monday night that would be Um, during our recording time? I know everybody's loving our discussion. Monday. They show <laughs> Square Enix at six your time. Yeah. So we could still get together like nine or ten year time Monday night and do it. I'm going to check one more calendar to see if maybe that one wasn't complete. Done. So there's a bunch of stuff on Saturday. Sunday is Xbox, Microsoft, and Bethesda. Monday, Ubisoft, Square Enix, Devolver Digital, Tuesday, Nintendo. Yeah, so it pretty much lines up. So yeah, we can do Monday. So we'll record next Monday night and we'll be able to talk about a couple different things outside the conference as well. But that will be our focus. Mm-hmm. So 
So right. maybe we'll see uh, Bethesda talking about Fallout 76 Definitive Edition, because this time we'll get it right for sure. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Who said that? So, all right. So uh, my name is Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week, live Monday night instead of Sunday night. All right. I'm Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off.